0: Today's swap a number is eight. That's the number of new board members we have coming onto the board in 2020. On the show today, we're going to talk to each board member about what they've learned so far, what they hope to accomplish in their time on the board, and what drove them to run for office. Southwest 237, turn
1: left, heading 180,
2: 1922 left, clear for takeoff. That's 180, 22 left,
0: clear takeoff, Southwest 237. I'm Kurt Heideman.
3: And I'm Amy Robinson. On today's podcast, we're doing something a little different. We spoke to the new incoming SWAPA 2020 Board of Directors. The new board members are Mike Santoro as Vice President, Brian Hagadorn the Atlanta Vice Chair, Craig Schmidt, Dallas Vice Chair, Rudy Hochtel, the Houston Vice Chair, Matt Afanita, the Las Vegas Vice Chair, Lauren Torriello the Midway Vice Chair, Doug Boer, the Oakland Vice Chair, And returning board member, Mike Vistano, who is the Phoenix Vice Chair. First up is Midway Rep, Lauren Toriello. Lauren, go ahead and give us a little bio about yourself.
4: Well, um, my name is Lauren. I'm a Chicago captain. Uh, I've been with Southwest for over 15 years and a captain for almost six now. Uh, I'm married with three kids, live in the Chicago area. Brian Hagedorn, Atlanta Rep, is next.
2: Uh, Born and raised in Alabama, did my flight training in Alabama, went to Jacksonville State University. Big Alabama fan. A lot of people don't like that. But uh, uh, we got, flew the Southeastern Conference Commissioner out of Birmingham, was my first flying job. And then uh, went to American Eagle for a little bit of time in San Juan. And then uh, went to Atlantic Southeast Airlines, was there for seven years for them as a captain. And then got hired at Airtran, was given a class date on a Friday. And then three days later, merger announcement was made. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs>
3: Next, we hear from Craig Schmidt, and he is the Dallas rep.
5: I've lived here in Dallas probably about 20, 21 years, and I've came to Southwest 11 and a half years ago. Hired in April of 08. Uh, Background was uh, all civilian, corporate charter.
3: Rudy Hochtel is the Houston rep.
6: I live in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I'm a Houston-based captain.
3: And welcome Las Vegas rep Matt Afanita.
6: I live up in Boise, Idaho, and I'm based in Las Vegas. I've been at Southwest for uh, 13 and a half years and uh, came here from the regional airlines, all civilian background.
3: Next up is Oakland Rep. Doug Boer.
1: I've been in Oakland pretty much my entire time here, eight and a half years, first officer, uh, one of the poolies, and um, happily uh, an Oakland guy and looking forward to getting the MAX back, maybe progressing through the career a little bit. Are you flying the uh, ETOPS flying? Not yet. I'm waiting for an opportunity to do that. Uh, that opens up with my schedule. Uh, especially given the way the training goes. I just need to find a month where I can, where I can fit that in.
3: Here's VP Mike Santoro.
1: Baltimore captain. Uh, I got here in uh, 2014
7: as a board member, uh, Baltimore rep did that for four years. Uh, Then decided uh, the contract admin team wanted me to do some part-time work, which I did for a couple months. And then they realized they needed more help. So I started coming in more and more. And then um, that Morphed into, uh, we need you here full time uh, if you can do it. And I said, All right, I can do it, so I did. Uh, and then I did that for the last, it's full time for about a year and a half on contract admin. And then
8: now just won the VP spot.
3: And finally, here's Phoenix rep Mike Vistano.
8: My first uh, assignment to the board was actually as a DDR uh, designated representative. Um, while I was a uh, vice chair elect in 20. 20- 14, and it was the uh, the supplemental meeting we had for uh, mediation, uh, whether or not to go to mediation. So that's where it started, and then I uh, continued on with uh, two elected uh, two year terms that ended in uh, December of uh, 2018. Uh, what made you decide to run for office?
4: Uh, a few years ago, when we were uh, negotiating contract uh, in 2015, 2016. There uh, were a couple of pickets that I went to, and I found the energy and momentum of the union finally stepping up and being advocates for the pilots. um, Amazing. And I wanted to uh, be a part of it. We finally had a union that was um, advocating strongly for the pilots uh, in a positive way, and I liked it.
2: You know, I've been flying the line for a long time. At at Atlantic Southeast Airlines, we went through a very contentious um, uh, negotiating period. We were at one point the longest, uh, held the record for the longest negotiations for a pilot contract. And I was a pilot-to-pilot rep there. I wasn't a domicile rep, but we had pilot-to-pilot peers who would uh, help educate guys. They needed more help getting the information out, so they solicited for some people to volunteer. And I did that. So that was my only real union work to say. But once I came here and I've been flying the line now for so long, I thought, I want to do something more than just fly the line. And um, this was suggested to me by some friends. And so I uh, signed up for, to run for office. I think it's important during this time
5: of uh, the pilot shortage coming up. I know we're coming up on the new contract. So I just thought, well, you know, I'd like to help usher that in. It's extremely important that we're, we're, we're going to be competitive. Uh, going forward because you know you've got the big four which were included in there Um, you know guys coming up where do I go where do I want to go you know I have sons coming through that are you know growing up that starting to say they have interest in flying and I want to be able to to you know confidently say well hey you should come to southwest
6: back during the the ta1 and ta2 debacle I remember getting pretty heated you know reading a lot of stuff and I'd flown with a lot of reps or other people that worked in the union. And I really appreciated a lot of the hard work they did. And so just over time, I figured I was tired of always being upset and not doing anything about it. And I said, well, maybe it's time. And so I decided to run. And, uh, actually the first two times I lost to Howard. And now that Howard's stepping down, I ran again. And, uh, it's been really exciting. It's, it's, it's definitely going to be a challenge. So negotiations is my, my thing. I love I love uh
7: fighting smartly. And so uh I like going into the the fight and knowing what's going on. I thought being the VP I could help facilitate some of that.
8: Well, I um had been on the board uh while we were negotiating uh a contract and uh, the other um airlines that we uh, use as a, a basis for our contract were coming out of con sessionary contracts. And uh, we had uh, a limited position of strength back then during negotiations. And um, now with uh, contract 2020 coming up, we have a really strong position. Uh, With the pilot shortage um, looming and with other airlines passing us up in pay, uh, we really have a a really um, strong position so you've only
0: been in the building a couple of days now for the first time. Uh, what have you learned that that you didn't know before you got here? What do our line pilots not know about SWAPA that they should?
4: Uh, well, um, Constantly learning like a fire hose here. Um, I think it's amazing that this building has so many people with such depth of talent and all focused on making a pilot's career better. Uh, you've got the negotiating committee with um, Casey, Jody and Damien, and they're amazingly intelligent and working so hard for you guys. And it's just really cool to see and, and learn everything that's coming up for you guys.
6: I think one of the most interesting things since I've been up here is is meeting all the different departments, all the different committees and realizing That as you come up here to the of headquarters and you walk around, there is a huge group of people. There's a, a huge infrastructure designed to help the pilots. Whether you have an aeromedical issue, a benefits issue, if you're not sure about a contract question or something, there is someone that you can always call. There's always someone you can find that can get you an answer. So if you're having issues with something, don't run around, don't panic. Call your rep, call Swappa, send emails. Someone will find the answer for you and it'll help you through whatever your issue is.
1: Just how detailed these meetings are and how much information we're taking in and how much that we are trying to decipher what we get from the membership, the conversations that we have on the line, and then how we apply that here towards putting out communication and a strategic message and a strategic plan going forward. Uh, Just how all this comes together to create the products that we see on the line. And, and the products that we all either benefit from or are harmed by as uh, policies come down, whether it be negotiations or, you know, the committee work or any of the things that affect and touch our lives. I just didn't realize how much effort went into making those things transparent to the line pilot.
0: And so you you were a rep back in the last uh, contract and you mentioned negotiations this time. And as the VP what do you see as uh, being different this time, or how will you approach it differently this time?
7: Well, it's a little different because as a rep, I was uh, mostly the, the kind of between the, the pilots of Baltimore and and Dallas. So my job was to bring their ideas into Dallas and their viewpoints into into SWAPA, you know. Uh, So that was uh, a little different than the VP role. And when the, when the contracts came out, of course, it was my job to, you know, Well, TA1, of course, was, in my opinion, was not a good contract. So in my viewpoint, it was my job to tell Baltimore that this is a a bad deal. Uh, So, and then TA2 came out, uh, the opposite was the case. So, uh, and then VP role, that really won't be something I would do because it's not a base specific, it's a national thing. So uh, I think when negotiations uh, move along uh, and we actually get a TA, the job is going to be much different. It'll just be, you know assisting uh, with wherever they need me, really.
3: Is there anything different about Swap as an organization or the board itself this time around for you?
7: So, uh, juries that are on the board itself, I think uh, you need to spend time understanding the personalities of the board before you can really, before I could be able to comment on, on that, because uh, I don't really know everybody that well. As far as uh, SWAPA as an entity uh, going into contract 2020, uh i think we are 100% uh in a better position than we were in let's say 14 when i came in now you've been here
0: before like you said but uh what are some things that go on behind the, you know in the building here at swappa that many of the pilots on the line probably don't realize
8: well one of the things they don't realize i'm sure is uh because they don't get a chance to come over here very often unless you're going through cap and upgrade or a new hire is that uh the staff here is really extensive and um we have a really high trained um, retainable staff that uh, is very helpful to um, all of the board members and um, we could be the bridge between the uh, membership and the uh and the staff to assist with getting uh the information out and getting assistance and as far as benefits and uh and other um, things that the union does uh, it works very well it's a very uh fine-tuned, oiled machine, and uh, if members had a chance to come on over here, they would see, um, and I think they'd be impressed. And so what do you hope to accomplish for your
0: first uh, term in the, on the board?
4: Oh, um, I would love to be able to uh, articulately, intelligently educate the pilots about the benefits packages and how to go about uh, receiving their benefits to make sure that there are no lapses in coverage. Um, there's a lot to the benefit structure and it's completely confusing to most of us. And I want to be able to help the pilots figure it out. Um, and also uh, disseminate information to you guys about what's coming up. Uh, so make sure everybody's informed about contract 2020 and what's coming up with it.
2: Well, I'm, I'm part of the go team with the safety committee already <clears throat> prior to this. So I've, I've been doing that for a couple of years. L- Thankfully we don't get activated too often. Uh, in fact, only once uh, since I've been on the go team. Um, safety is a, a, kind of close to my heart just because I've been a part of that team, but um, we're entering negotiations. I hope that uh, they don't go as long as the last time, but if they do, uh, I hope that as an, as a rep that I can do what my constituents in Atlanta want us to carry the message forward to the rest of the people here. And uh, that's my job is just to be the mouthpiece
6: for them. A lot of it's just going to be learning. Uh, I've got, Doyle Hill's helping me out a lot, and I'm going to lean heavily on former reps out of Houston. I just, I see us going forward and we need to build unity because as we're coming into contract 2020, it possibly could be a long fight, just like the last one was. And I think one of the biggest things we have to do is continue to be unified and to move forward as a group.
1: Right now, um, there's a lot to take in, of course, uh, being here for three days, but I think the one thing I really want to get smart on is the uh, short-term and long-term disability. I think that has the greatest impact on our pilot group right now, and getting smart on that and knowing exactly where to help guys when they are at that, at that point. I put myself in that position uh, and think about you know um, something uh, like that happening to me given my activities, uh, snowboarding, mountain biking. If I get hurt I want to make sure that one, of course, for me, I want to know where to turn. But when that happens to somebody else and they're in the dark, how can I direct them to somewhere where they can instantly start finding good information that's going to help them out? So that's kind of where I want to go as a rep is when that phone call comes in, I want to know exactly who to talk to and and give them good information instead of bad so that they can start, you know, getting better to get back on the line.
7: Is there anything in your role as VP that you're hoping to accomplish specifically? I'd love to see the, the grievance numbers go down and that will happen by opening up a, a conduit uh, to somebody in, in flight ops, a pilot. Uh, and that's what we need had to have happen. So my initial goal right at the beginning is going to be to try to get that relationship built and opened up and so that we can hopefully resolve some of these 130 some odd grievances we have. Uh, and get them off the, the books and, and, and just not add to the list, just be able to talk about things.
3: Thank you to all of the new board members who participated in the podcast this week. We appreciate them taking their time to chat with us and give us their thoughts. These pilots are your go-tos for any representational issues or concerns you may have. Swappa.org has a complete list of all domicile reps and contact information for each, should you have any questions.
0: And please remember that if you have any feedback for us at all, drop us a line at com at swappa.org. And finally, today's bonus number is also eight. That's the total number of uncontested positions in our last general election. Our board members represent almost 10,000 members as we're going into contract 2020 negotiations. Obviously, that number is disappointing. When the next election rolls around, please consider stepping up and serving your fellow pilots. Southwest
8: 40, we're one right, to land. Clear to land, one through right, South 40.